Welcome to your bi-weekly fix of fantastically fun uh, sports talk from the yesteryears. That's right. We're at the Retroactive Sports Podcast. I'm Johnny, and he's Andrew, and we're finishing up our run of NBA draft episodes as we are careening, Andrew, ever closer to this year's uh, 2023 NBA draft, the Wimby draft, I guess is what everybody's calling it. Yeah. I, I like it when a journal, I thought about this. I like it when a journal, general, I can't even talk. Generational talent comes out because yeah. it's always cool. But then again, I kind of like it when you like a little bit of last year where you're like, I don't know where they're going to go with the first overall pick. So yeah, I, there's, there's way less intrigue this year. We all know who number one is. It's going to be Wimby. He's seven, three, He's ridiculously talented. Uh, we'll see how he goes. He seems to have a good head on his shoulders from what I've seen and the interviews I've I've uh, seen and stuff. Uh, so if he can just stay healthy, that's the, the only thing with these really super tall, lanky guys is health, and we'll see how that goes. I hope I hope he does. Uh, and if he even comes up to like a fraction of everybody thinks he, he can't be, he'll be an all-star for many years. So, yeah. Uh, and honestly – I am a Charlotte Hornets uh, fan through and through, but going to San Antonio is probably one of the best things that could happen to him. Oh yeah, <laughs> just from his his career playing standpoint. Did you? Uh, oh, somebody told me. I think it was Rashad McCants. Yeah, UNC guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're not going to think he's so great now. Oh, there's nothing That's you can that. say. <laughs> George, or I'm sorry, not George Pop. Why am I thinking his name is George Popovich? Greg Popovich. Oh, you know why? I think I was thinking of like Vegas vacation with the Nicholas Papa Giorgio, but I got into like a George thing. <laughs> I got you. Uh, yeah. It makes sense in my head. But Greg Popovich is a horrible head coach because he hasn't won anything in the in the past couple of years. Okay, I was just looking back at his career and all those championships and uh, tell you to shut up. <laughs> He's a horrible head coach. I, yeah. I don't get it. But like Johnny said, we are redrafting the 1996 NBA draft. Very star-studded draft. We are yes, it oh. is incredible. It's the it's the draft that has Allen Iverson and uh, Steph Marbury, Ray Allen. It's got a lot of great names in this. Kobe Bryant. Um, oh, 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 yeah. This <laughs> is kind of Johnny's one redemption draft. Yeah, uh, this is a lot of my Charlotte Hornet uh, pain is going to come out in this. I think we were gonna- uh, also. Andrew, just I just I told you I'd save us for this show. Yeah, uh, there's a rumor going around, and by the time this comes out, maybe it'll either happen or not happen. Uh, I'm praying that this doesn't happen. But one of the dra- uh, one of the trades that's going around that'll happen is that uh, Charlotte, who has the number two pick this year, is going to pick Scoot, who they should pick. By the way, that would that's who I want them to get. Uh, they're going to pick him, and then uh, there's going to be a three team trade with the Hornets the Pistons, and I want to say it was the Clippers, I think. I can't remember who the third team was. The gist of it is those other teams get really good players, and Hornets get the 15th and, like, 14th pick in this draft. Why would we do that? I Well, we're doing the 96th draft. We all but, know. Andrew, I'm asking you why. <laughs> we all know. Would the Hornets be like, sure, take this. You did – Say hey, Vladi Divac is our guy. 
Uh, Vlade D. Flop. I was, I was going to ask you, do you want to go 16 picks or do we want to keep it at 15 to get that Charlotte Hornets one in there? I don't want to hit the Charlotte Hornets pick. So 15 sounds good to me. Okay. I got a heel, Andrew. <laughs> it's, it's been almost like 30 years, Johnny. All right. So who, who are we going to decide? I. I'm just ignoring what you just said. I'm going, who are we going to, to this? How are we going to decide who gets first pick here? I like my team's pick in this draft and Antoine Walker. I, I want to take all the evens because I want to be able to repick for the Celtics. I want okay. To all right. So I guess I'll, I'm I'll being, number one pick then. You're giving yeah. me number one pick. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being selfish. And remember, we have undrafted players too because this had a decent undrafted uh, lineup. With two guys that actually did pretty good, and Ben Wallace and Chucky Atkins, yeah, and future Lakers head coach is also in here too as Darvin Ham. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so since I got number one pick, you are the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm the Seventy Sixers, and I mean, I feel like this is. Don't get me wrong. Allen Iverson was a great number one pick back in 1996. He definitely. Uh, one of the most popular players ever, even to this day, I would say. But you gotta you gotta go Kobe Bryant here because this is a revisionist draft. So we've already know we already know their careers. Uh, we're, I'm going to go Kobe as number one for this, That's... and uh, and they're not going to trade him right away for Vladi Divac. <laughs> no, I don't think the 76ers really need that right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the longest time, Kobe was a villain in Charlotte because the the story went around that he had told Charlotte ahead of time, "I will never play for you if you draft me." I think that, but that's not that's not actually what happened. I think Kobe stroked me at, from what I understand from him coming out and like hearing stories. Kobe just wanted to play. Exactly. Yeah. He would have played for us if we would have kept him. His agent, however, wanted him in California, in Hollywood, and that's why that happened. Uh, the original pick was Allen Iverson. Okay, so I am picking for the Toronto Raptors. The original pick was Marcus Camby out of UMass. I cannot believe this guy never made an all-star team or anything. Kind of the Tyson Chandler of his day, I would have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say that. But who who do you have for your number two? For the so I did some the I did some thinking as I was like I was kind of doing a little bit yeah. of research, looking at rosters, and I looked at last year's draft, and I was thinking to myself, well, the Raptors already draft Damon Stoudemire, but then I forgot that he also got suspended, and they also traded him in the future. So looking at all the information I have, I am still going to draft Allen Iverson. Yeah, I know there was no way you were not drafting Allen Iverson here. <laughs> He's one of your favorite players on top of that. Yes, and like I said, there was like I could have been like, well, they drafted a big man. Should I go with a guy like Ben Wallace or a Galskis? But then I was like, no, you know what? They're going to trade Stoudemire anyway, so why not just draft him? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I think. I think this one-two punch is is pretty obvious. And I think I'm going to make the third pick also obvious. The original third pick, who's a player I always liked, was uh, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. But I think we got to go for Canada's own Steve Nash is the number three pick here. 
Whoa. Good, you didn't take my pick here. Yeah, I'm going to let you have your pick. Uh, I was deciding between two players. My assumption is you're going to take the other player that I didn't pick here. But, uh, yeah, I got to go with uh, – always I'm a big stickler for those guys who, like, at the last second, they'll make a pass that you can't even fathom that they made. And that was Steve Nash's career, so. Maybe they would have had something better because then they – oh, because they had big country. Could you imagine dishing it out to big country? Yeah, he, yeah, he would probably just run really slow. You big country. I still love big country. Oh, I do uh, too. Yeah, Brian Reeves. Brian Reeves. Yeah. Reeves is the man. Yeah, I love. I would mess with him. I'm pretty sure he could knock me unconscious with a finger. There's a, every time I like, if somebody's like, "Hey, I'm going to Oklahoma," I always think, "Man, out of everybody that could possibly live in Oklahoma, I'm like, I really hope one of these days I run into big country Brian Reeves. <laughs> I would be so happy." Yeah. But you, okay, you took Steve Nash. Number four, the Milwaukee Bucks. The original pick, or the original number three pick was Sharif Abdul Rahim, who was not a bad player. Injuries got the best of him. Yeah. Uh, number four, the original number four pick by the Milwaukee Bucks was Stefan Marbury. And we're not doing the trades because he ended up getting, was getting traded to Minnesota. But I'm just going to pick the guy that he ended up getting traded for yeah oh yeah either way that's the other guy i was trying to choose between with him and steve nash yeah i'm gonna go with ray allen yeah one of the greatest shooters of all time uh, and people don't realize because he's probably most known now when people look back as a shooter but this guy was a great slasher and cut and he would cut to the basket he would throw down some pretty nice dunks yeah he didn't really like shooting became later on i noticed in his career yeah yeah, he could always shoot. That was always there. He always had those mechanics, but man, uh his early stuff, if you can find his early stuff, like his 70, oh, his, 70 his Sonics stuff. I tried to say, almost said 76ers, but his uh, supersonic stuff is pretty great. One of the worst trades ever. Ray Allen for Gary Payton. And a downward sp- nothing against Gary Payton. It was kind of a downward. It's sp- not, yeah, it was not uh peak Gary Payton they were getting. Oh. Yeah. It was not tight fitting glove it was more like that loose glove that your hand's been in there too many times yeah no Gary Payton. love gary Payton. (laughs) oh you're at number five all right so this is minnesota's pick here originally was ray uh i mean originally was ray allen um i'm trying to decide between a couple different players here and i'm trying to am i going to let my personal biasness come in here because there's a lot of players in here that i really like who may not should be drafted have other players, but I just really like them. That type of thing. But I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna shock you here. I think Andrew. I know who you're picking. Uh I'm I man, I really always like this guy. I know exactly. again, a heck of a shooter. Uh I'm going Peja. I'm going Peja here. The minute you said I'm gonna shock you. Because you know what? That was my pick. <laughs> Peja had one heck of a career, by the way. Uh, go back and look at his numbers. This dude was crazy good. Very, very good. Uh, so I'm up with the Celtics with the sixth pick. And you took my beloved Peja Stoyakovic. Oh, dude, this is kind of, okay, now we're getting into a little bit of the nitty gritty. 
I got two guys of mine. This is the Rick Patino, I believe, Celtics too, which ugh. <laughs> uh geez. I am gonna go. Jeez. Oh. It sounds crazy because there's a really good player still on the board that I really, really like. But knowing how careers panned out, I'm going Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. He does have a drastic fall off toward the end of his career, but there was a time there where he was one of the best players in the NBA. And he never really got a chance to play until later on in his career because he was drafted to Portland and the yeah. Blazers were stacked. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a good pick. Um, Antoine Walker was the original pick for the Celtics, and I love Antoine Walker, so that was a little hard. I mean, you both have a soft spot for Antoine Walker, so – uh man, but I don't think I can pick him as my ne- as the next pick in the draft though. Number seven, Clippers. Lorenzo Wright. I really like this guy coming out. Yeah, didn't he have something terrible happen to him? Is it is he the one who I think? Died. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he get killed? I think some. I think he got murdered. If I'm think, I could be wrong uh, on that. Please don't quote me on that. Look that yeah. up. So, oh, his wife. Well, yeah, is yeah terrible. Yeah. Um. So for the next pick, I'm going to choose. There's a there's still some really good players left on this board here. That's why this draft is so this, strong. This is a typical NBA draft though, where we it was so easy for maybe like our first five picks. Yeah, and then, and then it now it gets tough. Becomes a toss up of what do you think at this point? All right, I I do like this guy, and I really oddly enough, when the Grizzlies were in Vancouver, I had a they were like a, a secret favorite team of mine outside of uh, – I loved both Canada teams because the, there were grizzly bears and dinosaurs up there, so that was always cool to me. But I always liked Sharif Abdul-Rahim, so I'm going to pick him here. That's just had a personal favorite pick. I just liked watching this guy play, and he was one of my favorite ones to play with on NBA Live. <laughs> I <just laughs> loved playing with him too. If he never would have got injured – and a lot of people consider probably would consider that trade because them trading him to the Hawks kind of gave Paul Gasol to the Grizzlies. But yeah, yeah, I think they would have almost had similar careers if he just would have stayed healthy. Yeah, sucks, but he's he was a really good player. So I'm at number eight with the New Jersey Nuts. Jeez. Now, I don't. They picked Harry Kittles. I need to do some research. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing all this on the fly, just so everybody knows. Yeah, because we weren't. Oh, no, I don't want to add that. Because this is kind of a delicate thing right here, because I don't want to. I may destroy the whole balance of this team oh they needed everything <laughs> look, if you look at the roster they they were 
they were 30 and 52. But if you look at the roster, there's a lot of guys with like names on here, but nothing really like fits. Hey, they had Yang. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's just jumbled. Like they got Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson's was really good. Chris Childs wasn't bad around this time. So they just kind of needed things. Yeah. I'm, I think. I got to go Marbury. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. How far a great can, pick. How far can you drop? And even next year, it doesn't look like they still have, other than Sam Cassell, who I didn't even know played for the Nets. Yeah, I totally get this, even though uh, back Robert. when I was collecting basketball cards as a kid, I had a lot of uh, curriculum rookie cards that amounted to nothing. Had a lot of so players. I have a soft spot. They have a lot of point guards. Craig Hill. Yeah, because they yeah. got... Sam Cassell, but they don't really have a shooting guard. But I think Marbury could either roll with either position. So yeah, I mean he was basically a shooter, a shooting guard in the first place. Yeah. He was a score first type player. Yeah, um, Marbury. All right, so I got the next pick here. I'm trying to decide between two big men because you are the Mavericks, and the original pick was the one, the only Samaki Walker. Yeah, great name, by the way. Um, NBA champion, Samaki Walker. Put some respect mm-hmm. on that. Well, I'm trying to decide between a, another champion or Marcus Camby. Um, I think I'm going to go with the champion who didn't go drafted. I'm going to go Ben Wallace here. I really like that one. To the Mavericks? Yeah, Ben Wallace. When, uh, you're not going to get a lot of points out of him, but what you're going to get is somebody who will never stop on defense is what you're going to get. Uh and a core component to those champion Pistons teams. Yeah. That would have been nice because I would like to see them. What's the Mavericks got going, like finishing up? They really don't have a big man. Him and Michael Finley. Yeah, and I was, I'm always a big Finley guy. I love Finley. I think his dunk, he tried to do a dunk contest where he took off oh. his shirt and tried to do a cartwheel is very underrated. And I think... He probably would have sat. He probably would have sat a year, but you got you got Sean Bradley there. But you could definitely give Sean Bradley a rest. Yeah. Uh, where we? Yeah, I had a. We were going over a friend of mine at work. We were going over each team's greatest player. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining because I'm like 20 years older than him, and one of the managers because. I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, brought up Roy Tarpley as the greatest Maverick ever. And we, wow. And I know you're supposed to have respect for managers. First of all, first of all, deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know he did bring up like a point. He was like, oh, he was a really good player, but drugs. Okay, yeah, but you guys had Dirk. You, you had yeah, it's 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 a million percent Dirk. It's, it's not even yeah. – it's – and Luke is probably second. Right, but Dirk actually won a championship. I think Dirk is what Dan Marino is to the Dolphins. Like, even if Dirk didn't win a championship, he will still always be yeah greatest Dallas man. Yeah. Even if he didn't win, I agree with you. He, I mean, yeah, I agree by far. Uh, I mean, he's even his jump shot was kind of a uh, kind of a patent thing. Other players tried to, to mimic. So yeah, so. We're going uh, the Pacers, or even the they picked Eric Dampier, a center, which is kind of 
Oh, Rick Smith is kind of maybe coming to the end of his career. So you got one foreign center. So why not grab a foreign center to back up your foreign center instead of saying having Eric Dampier and go with, I feel the very underrated Zergis Agauskas. Oh, you're going to Zadrunas here. Um, yep. Great player. He's probably best known as the running mate to a young LeBron there for a while. But yeah, Big Z, as uh, he was called, was a really, really good player for sure. Um, yeah, I didn't know if you're going to go with him or Camby. I think you could. I think either way, you're getting a win there. I think for the type of play, in a way, and the careers that they've molded out, like I actually thought Marcus Camby, if you would have asked me before doing this, looking at stuff, like, Mark, I figured Marcus Camby would have made a couple, maybe two all star teams, and the guy never made an all star team. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So, but he was a heck of a defensive force. So that's what I'd say. He's more of like the Tyson Chandler of his day, it seems like. Well, I'm going to end and just to tell you the number 11 pick, the Golden State Warriors, instead of Todd Fuller, are oh, going to why get not Marcus keep Todd Fuller there. I mean, no offense to Todd Fuller and all my NC State fan friends who I actually have quite a few of. Uh, I want to go Marcus Camby here. I figured you got Todd Fuller's got to be like the worst NBA name ever. <laughs> it's not a great name, that's for sure. No. <laughs> it's more like Todd running on empty. <laughs> so I am here with the number. Where are we at? You should be on 12. Your Cleveland's pick. Cleveland's pick. They picked two centers and they didn't. Wow. All right. Cleveland's pick at number 12. They picked Vitaly Potato Potato Potanko. Potato Potato. Uh, so looking, looking, you know what? We, I don't think he's really dropped. I think Cleveland, instead of getting Vitaly Potanko here, I'm going to go with Antoine Walker. Yeah. Yep. I get it. I get it. That was going to be my pick if you didn't take him. Cleveland is like all over the place this year. And who did they really? This is like the just, hey, let's throw a team together. Uh, probably the biggest player this year is, or that year after this draft, uh, maybe Danny Ferry. And, geez, oh, Bobby Sarah. What could Oh, be? man, I, uh, Bobby <laughs> Sarah. And I'm also have a, a fascination with uh, small guys who can throw it down pretty hardcore, and he can throw it down very hardcore. Him, Bobby, da- uh, Bobby Davis, he throw me off. Him and Baron Davis, those yeah. type of players. Yeah, yeah, they didn't really do too much. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Antoine Walker because this looks like another team that just needs everything. And it's never coming up to, like, one of the biggest uh, Charlotte Hornet draft picks ever I that, think... never, that never played for us. Did they trade this pick before the draft, though? No, they – you Because you can't. You can say you traded it, but you can't trade it. Trade it. Uh, per my understanding, they had it was kind of uh, they'd already talked to the Lakers and they said, "Hey, if Kobe's here for this pick, we're going to pick him and then trade him right away to you." That was kind uh, of a, the thing that was set up uh, because Kobe had some really good workouts. 
looking for some teams. A lot of teams were very high on him, but he's coming to high school. You know, this was uh, early in that type of thing. It didn't happen very often. There weren't very many Kevin Garnett's running around, you know. Uh, and, and also, in fairness, the first couple of seasons of Kobe, he there were some very iffy things happening. I still remember that air ball that he uh-huh. had. I think it was multiple air balls in a game once. Uh, but obviously, it kind of panned out for the Lakers. <laughs> Uh, and I would have much rather have kept him for my team, but then that didn't happen. So uh, I'm going to give us another player that I really liked. You already took Antoine Walker, so I think I'm going to take Tony Dell. Uh, no, we get him anyway. Uh, th- so I think I'm going to take a player who I felt had a very fun, uh, steady career here, and I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with Kerry Kittles. I figured you were going to go that route there. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Kittles man. Kittles and bits. We got Kerry Kittles here. Kittles and bits and bits and bits. And original pick, Mr. Kobe Bryant. So I am up for the Sacramento Kings, who probably is the same way as any other team. Their pick here at 14th was Petra Stojakovic, who Johnny did take with. What did you take? Where did you take him? He's one of my early ones. Fifth to Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. This team is pure crap. Either way you look at it. Mitch Richmond, though. And don't forget about that Muhammad Abdul Raouf. Um, what do I have left? There isn't much. <laughs> Where am I picking? There's not much. Oh my goodness. I think oh my goodness. Uh, I just saw him. You know what? I'm gonna go Derek Fisher. Ah, dang it. <laughs> I was hoping you would Oh man, that's who I was wanting to get from. I know he pick. wasn't a lottery pick, but you're looking at everybody else, and none of these guys really panned out. But Derek Fisher was steady to the point where he could yeah. be picked, and I wouldn't argue in today like that he couldn't be picked in the early portion of the lottery. Yeah, and uh, I still remember him for the that shot over the Spurs. I still remember that, and he's probably. Also remembered for whatever was going on with his wife and another player, but whatever. Um, that's none of my business. Oh man, um, this is the final pick. No, I think we should go sixteen. I don't think it's fair that okay. you don't get another pick. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not good at math. I didn't realize there were. Oh, two I can pick for the Hornets. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, you can't do any worse than what we did. So you, you just do whatever you want. I thought Tony Delco was going to be something because this was like the first year I was like heavily, heavily in, or like into the final four. Yeah. With Kentucky, Syracuse. Like I love John Wallace. Like I thought John Wallace was just going to be amazing when he came to the NBA. I was yeah. on. Uh, but yeah. So. Yeah, this is where it's tough. Um, yeah, we're getting down into nitty gritty. There's a lot of names here of players that I liked in the '96 draft that I just personally like, but they may not have had the best careers. But like, I just have a nostalgia standpoint of 
this was when I was really starting to collect basketball cards. So I had a lot of so these you, guys' cards. So you're just remembering names. Yeah, some of these names are just all popping out to me, like Walter McCarthy and Roy Rogers. and uh, All these names are just Great really French real. Fries, Roy Rogers. Oh, that's what I've heard. I, we don't have them here. Uh, Jerome Williams, uh, you know, all these names. Uh, who was the other guy besides Ben Wallace who wasn't drafted? I forgot the name. Chucky Atkins. I'm going to go Chucky Atkins. Yeah, he wasn't that bad. No. Because they were packaged in the trade for, I believe, Grant Hill. Which, when you think about it, you're like, oh, sign and trade Grant Hill. We just got to give up Chucky Atkins. Not a problem. And Ben Wallace, two undrafted players. Yeah. All right. So how are you going to finish this draft off? Uh, slow and steady. Um, <laughs> so I have 16th pick, final pick of this redraft, and it was Tony Delk. And it looks like this is one of those first round picks you got from the Heat for Alonzo Morning. So let's not screw this one up. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just looking at players. I really thought here I'm just name I'm not saying I'm picking this guy, but I really thought Othella Harrington was gonna be something too. That's another name that I definitely remember from my basketball courts. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Now I do understand. Oh my goodness. This is like bottom of the barrel. Now I know why you gave me the last pick. Uh, okay, so you have no center. Cause we're because the Kobe Bryant trade never happened. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking at who I think could possibly be this best center available because you need you need a center in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, we don't have Zoe anymore. Yep. So, oh, geez. I got two guys in mind for you. Okay. Really hoping I don't screw this up for you. And it's not Todd Fuller. Because <laughs> I don't need Todd Fuller. Um, this might just be, you know... He wasn't that bad, though, with the Mavericks. I'm going to do it. Just do it. Just do it. I'm going to go Eric Dampier. Thank you. Yes, that's what I was hoping. I actually like Eric Dampier, so I'm very glad you picked him. It was Eric Dampier and Lorenzo White. But I felt like as I'm trying to remember things, Dampier had a little bit more of a steadier career and played for a lot less teams. Not to say playing for a lot of teams is bad. It's just when a team actually wants to resign you, it makes it feel like you actually want it. I mean, he played like 15 or so seasons, it looks like. Yeah, he kind of dropped in points where I feel like Dampier became oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost like a little defensive guy there. Yeah, you couldn't say anything. He was always getting up on you for whatever you said to him. Very defensive. <laughs> and he had a little bit more steadier of a plane. Like, I don't see... We just talked about this as I bashed NBA players. As I look at games played, Yeah, 
Because you could be terrible, but as long as they're putting you in the game, how terrible can you be? Unless yeah, terrible. I mean, I think everybody knows in reality, like the twelfth player on the NBA bench could beat pretty much anybody. Uh, anybody who's not an NBA pro player, so yeah. And he, it looks like later on when he got to Dallas, he was like, "Hey, I don't need to, you know, do twelve points a game as his career high of averaging. I just need to be a defensive player." Yeah, which I think Charlotte kind of needed. Oh, we did. Uh, we literally need everything. So, <laughs> but thankfully, we got Malik Rose and uh, Tony Delk, though. So everything was all right. Yeah, I was looking at Malik Rose, <laughs> but then I decided to go with Eric Dampier because once again, it was a name that I kind of remember that wasn't great, wasn't horrible, just kind of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's basically the Charlotte Hornets there that you just <laughs> you just said. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. We've done it. We've redrafted the 1996 NBA draft. Just to go over one last time. Uh, first overall pick was, this is for the redraft, was Kobe Bryant. Second pick was Allen Iverson. Third pick, Steve Nash. Fourth pick, Ray Allen. Fifth pick, Paige Stoyakovich. Sixth pick, pick Jermaine O'Neal. Seventh pick, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Eighth pick, Stefan Marbury. Ninth pick, Ben Wallace. Tenth uh, pick, Agalskis. I'm not even going to try and say his first name. Eleventh, Big Z. Marcus Camby. Twelfth, Antoine Walker. Thirteenth, Kerry Kittles. Fourteenth, Derek Fisher. Fifteenth, Chucky Atkins. And sixteenth, Eric Dampier. So maybe we changed a couple of these teams' fortunes. I think so. I think so. The Lakers, I think, are impacted usually by this. Yeah, I think they still would have tried to get Kobe because they were very high on him. But I don't know if, because, uh, you know, Philly and Kobe kind of go together there. So, yeah. Even though they booed him at one time famously. <laughs> but they, boo, you know, they, they booed Santa Claus, like people they say. They threw snowballs at. Oh, you know what else they booed? So in the love one of the intermittent, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so one of the intermissions for like a Flyers game, they did a little thing of like Sesame Street on ice, like a little. They thing. booed Sesame Street on ice. Oh, just if they ever make it to like an NFC Championship game and it's in Philadelphia, they do like a special halftime thing. So they'll be like, and this is the performing artist, and it's somebody pretty big for the time for that time, and then you'll just hear. Ooh, and then they just boo everybody. So, all right, nice, nice, nice. All right, but we did it. We did it, Andrew. Yes, we did. And that is it. So remember to check us out. We are bi-weekly on the BICPP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And with that being said, do you agree or disagree with us? And please, I pray. To the basketball gods, Charlotte, don't screw this up. <laughs> <laughs>